Welcome back, everybody, to another fun-filled episode of the We Are Adult Show, brought to you by Hoppy Head Productions. I'm your host, Sean, all the way on the other side of the tornado, Danny. How are you doing, man? Oh, man. I'm, uh, it's, it's, it's dry out here. Did you, uh, did you go swimming on the streets of Philadelphia? No, I didn't. Ta- I didn't need to take a canoe to work this week. I was lucky enough to just get some rain, and the and the water just ran away from my house. So, but I had a tornado in at by my work and by my house. So it was a, a little nerve wracking. So somebody was trying to was out there trying to get me. <laughs> did you um? Did you uh, shoot a gun at it or try to like call the military to nuke it? <laughs> I should have. I should have just been like, "Yo, Biden, will you uh, please send a nuke over here at this tornado? Just tactically, tactically nuke this tornado because I'm Destroy. sure it'll be much better. Exactly. Or you know." Have you seen videos of dudes in Florida just shooting guns at hurricanes? <laughs> it's coming right for me! The old South Park defense. But so you weren't, you didn't get too flooded out. You weren't like, uh, that's, that's no. good, I guess. Yeah, like, I don't. Yeah, I don't live like any in any kind of like valleys or anything. I mean, I'd rather go to work than have to try to pump a couple feet of water out of my basement. Well, I was more thinking, like, not necessarily where you live, but just the path to work being blocked at uh, some point. Yeah. No, I didn't have that issue either, luckily enough. Like, there's, um, luckily enough, like, there's some, air, uh, like, small, like, little canals that drained it all out. I know when you get into North Jersey, it was pretty bad. And then, obviously, everybody saw 676, um, the highway that goes through Philadelphia. That was, uh... A swimming pond for some some folks. Yeah, people that want to get you know fun things like flesh eating bacteria. Yes. And some all sorts of weird like parasites. Yes. <laughs> Which at this point it sucks if you get some sort of weird like parasite like um mullet like if you get some sort of weird parasite because um, everybody's taking that medicine for um. Only well, a version of that medicine to cure COVID, even though COVID is a virus, not a parasite. <laughs> Don't tell me what's what's what. And you know, there's there's a version for humans that starts with an A, and any version for animals that starts with an I. So, but everyone's like taking the version that for animals. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. You know, the same people that make fun of the millennials for eating Tide Pods are taking animal medicine because <laughs> Jim Jones told them to, or whatever his name is. Oh, man. The so. dude that, you know, said that they're making the frogs gay and that the Sandy Hook shootings were fake and testified in court that uh, he doesn't actually believe what he's saying on camera, that it's all an act because his wife said that he was too um, insane to have custody of their children in their divorce custody battle. <laughs> Alex Jones is his name, not Jim Jones. Jim Jones is the dude that makes you drink the Kool-Aid, but I guess Alex Jones is doing a similar thing. But, you yeah. know, instead of drinking Kool-Aid, making, making you take a... Multiple large quantities of sheep dewormer. <laughs> you so you go out and shit your brains out. Exactly. Uh, 
It's fun times, man. Speaking of fun times, Sean, what are you drinking? <laughs> what am I drinking? <laughs> from Epic Brewing. Um, this is from the Oak and Orchid series. Pie and Beer Day, Sour Ale Aged in Oak Barrels with Blueberry and Boysenberry. Has a beautiful uh, uh, red color to the beer. It's a, it's a bit puckery, um, but you definitely get the... Uh, the ju the juices from the blueberries and the uh and the boys and berries in there so just um it's nice and uh it's it's a little bit sweet a little bit puckery but definitely really good i think that not really any strong um oak presence or anything but it kind of has like that mellow finish that you would expect from a barrel age yeah like barrel aging especially with sours um can um well, I guess it also depends on what kind of barrel, whether if you're just using like clean oak barrels or if you're using uh, wine, you know, wine barrels, that makes a huge difference because one of them kind of cuts down on the, helps cut down on the sourness a little bit and one of them uh, intensifies it yeah. with the wine. Um, but I was, I was thinking as you were describing the beer, uh, it's a good thing that it wasn't a, uh, a collaboration with uh, Willy Wonka because that would probably not end up well for anybody who drank it. You'd have to no. go to the the juicing machine and then some little <laughs> little short dudes rolled you there and sang a song about it yeah <laughs> pretty much oompa 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 we killed another kid what should we do <laughs> <laughs> somebody one of them just goes to the wall. <laughs> How many kids have been... It's been this many days since kids been killed in the factory. Back to zero. Oh, man, I have an idea for, like, a horror movie version. Of, like, kind of a spinoff of Willy Wonka. Just have it that, like, you know, somehow Willy Wonka is, like, able to, like, erase people's memories. And he's just done that golden ticket thing multiple times just, like, as an excuse to murder children. Except, like... Like one group, one kid or one group, like is like doesn't get his memory erased. And he's trying to convince everybody what happened. Yeah, because he doesn't like eat the chocolate or something. Yeah, like, like he doesn't eat anything doesn't in the like factory. Candy. Yeah. Yes, unlike uh, you know even Charlie and Grandpa Joe, the lazy bastard that could never couldn't help out around the house, all of a sudden gets up and dances to go get free chocolate, <laughs> and then convinces Charlie to break the rules. I appreciate um, that it's a subreddit that is just straight up against Papa Joe. Yes, Grandpa Joe hate. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like, you know, because even he got Charlie to drink, you know, consume some of the Willy Wonka goods with the brainwashing. Uh, and so that's how he, that's how he, uh, oh, that's how it is, dude. Like, everyone, because everyone's buying his chocolate or drinking his drinks or whatever. That's why he's trying to expand his market is to get more people to, like, forget about all the dead kids and then uh but the one kid's trying to fight against it that would be that would be a pretty interesting concept if anybody's listening to us and wants it you can have it danny just wants to have tickets to the movie that's all yeah just let him have free tickets to the show yes. 
And like maybe maybe a walk-on cameo with somebody who gets murdered. That's fair. That's fair. Like a flashback yeah. scene. Yeah. <laughs> Red carpet premiere. Who's this guy? Something like that, Danny. yeah. It's Danny. Dude. That would be that would be a weird movie to watch, but I think I would watch it. <laughs> Probably on your Netflix DVD. On my Netflix DVDs. <laughs> I might even go to the theaters for this one event because by the time it gets made, there hopefully everything's safe again. You know, like not necessarily because of the money, but apparently, like if you own AMC stock, you get like discounts at the theater now. Oh really? As a, I guess that's their way of like for like buying stock to keep them alive during the pandemic <laughs> yeah that's funny when wall, when wall street gambled on them getting closed down <laughs> that's too funny oh man so uh i'm uh continuing my uh quest of a barley wine a day every day for the month of september sean have you so have i'm you posted amazing. are you behind on posting pictures I feel like you are. I've, I've posted I them to seen. Instagram, but I haven't posted them on the um, Discord. Oh yeah. The no, last I couple days, that. also because the last, the last couple days I've been late. Like I've kind of been late drinking the beers. Like like mm. it was like nine thirty, ten o'clock at night. I'm like, oh shit, I have to drink my barley wine. <laughs> <laughs> I just imagine you know Danny's in bed, brushed his teeth, about to hit the his head barely hits the pillow. There's wrong in the in the house. I must go. I have to go. I have to go. Um, I, I, go I, I, I promised wine. myself I would do it. Uh, what was that? Yeah, yeah. I promised myself I would drink every day. <laughs> yeah, I I, uh, I posted one of I posted the first one I started and I said and in a in a Discord I'm in for a, a beer podcast called the Four Brewers, and um, he asked, he's like, um, are you cleaning out your cellar or do you hate yourself? <laughs> And I replied, why not both? <laughs> and then he replied, may God bless your soul. Oh my gosh, that's too funny. Do you have a barley wine every day, or will you have to acquire more barley wines towards the end of the month? Um, I'm pretty close. I might have to, like, by the, at the end of the month, they might be a couple days short, but I don't think so. Wow, you're gonna have so much room for beer after this event, unless you're already or food. been buying or food. Yeah, you can well, go no, back I mean, to your restrictions. Have you seen that? Have you seen that the, the, the SpongeBob meme where it's like I can't find this, and then like SpongeBob's like pointing and then pointing and then pointing and then pointing outside, and there's just piles of that everywhere. Yeah, it's kind of getting to that. Like I have. I have like beer in the fridge, and then I have a beer in a paper bag next to the fridge, and then I have beer in a little cooler next to the paper bag that's next to the fridge. <laughs> and then I'm waiting to get a shipping address from um, the, the the head brewer at the Core Brewing and Distillery in Arkansas, where uh, previous guest of the show Jamie uh, Jaime Conway um, works <laughs> as a brewer as well. Um, because I have some of his beers from um, the Private Press Brewing, mm-hmm. and uh, and I also bought him a couple other beers to throw in the box. But he's Wait, like he wants he moved, his, so I, he I wants think I should his own beer. 
What's that? He wants his own beer back? No, no. Um, he's part of a membership for this brewery out here called Private Press Brewing. It's like oh, a got you. membership. Like, they don't have a tap room or any, or, or any distribution other I than you. membership. And they don't ship. Like, they're kind of working on shipping out of state, but right now, they're like, they ship to a couple states, but not many. And he's not in one of the. He's in Arkansas, so, you know, they, they believe in all the Constitution except for the fun parts, like be, buying alcohol. So they're stuck to the old prohibition rules. Mm, they forget about yeah. the they forget the twenty first amendment exists. Yeah, it's and sucks. so uh, yeah, friend of the show Sadkins was um, talking about this one brewery he found up out his way out in the UK, and they look like they have some pretty good stuff, but they don't do international shipping right now. Like they have like a a tab for it to like click on. It was like nah, not right now, bro. I was <laughs> like, damn. Yeah, so he he uh, he uh, has them ship the beer to me, and then he'll send me a FedEx label, and I'll put it on the box and uh, send it on its way to him. But he uh, he uh, um, lets me take a couple beers out of the box too as a thank you. Nice, that's not bad. So that's where I'm getting some of my barley wines too from as well. Uh, just put that I have to just, drink. Ah, uh, gotcha. <laughs> Three days of barley wine. <laughs> so uh, today is uh, called Barrel O Genesis. Um, it's a bourbon barrel aged barley wine ale that comes in at 13% from Beachwood um, Brewing in Long Beach, California. It says it is a decadent bourbon barrel aged barley wine. Notes of rich toffee, vanilla, and dark fruits abound. Hmm. And it says, enjoy fresh or sell or at 45 degrees Fahrenheit. <laughs> so, yeah, it's got that nice, like, toasty, like, dark amber color. Like, it's somewhere between, like, a stout and, like, an Oktoberfest. Gotcha. You know how, like, Oktoberfest have that dark, multi color? Oh, definitely. No, it's a beautiful color. Oh, dude. Oh, that's, that's, like super easy like they talk about the toffee sometimes mm -hmm. i'm like all right yeah but i guess if you say it's there it's there but this um uh one of the scriptures people throw out around that i don't always get is uh rollos the, the candy book the little candies so you get that like from the malt you get the chocolatey from the malt and the um toffee oh man this does this just tastes like liquid rollo it's so good <laughs> I'm glad I picked this one. It's only like I also, the main reason I picked this one is because it was like a 12 ounce bottle, and I didn't want to drink like a 25 ounce or bigger bottle of barley wine at 10 o'clock in the morning. Sure you, sure you do. Well, <laughs> I mean, I normally, I, I guess I would, I wouldn't mind normally, but as soon as we finish recording, I have to leave and go places at, to do things today. Mm. So if it was a Monday through Friday, you'd definitely be into the bigger bottle. Like, yeah, because it helped me go to sleep at night. <laughs> but since I'm not going, I'm not able to take a nap, I have to leave. Then I figure I'd get something a little bit smaller. Yes. <laughs> Fair enough. Oh, man. <laughs> so, friend of the show, Solace Knack, um, hit me up with some uh, beer pictures that he picked up. He was at uh, Total Wine buying some beer and stuff. Nice. And he... Uh, and I was telling him that Total Wine, I was like, and BevMo and Total Wine, I told him, I was like, make sure you check the Candon dates. 
I was like, because I found a beer at one at one of them from a brewery. It was like a blonde ale from a brewery that had been shut down for more than a year. So yeah. I don't know how long how old that beer was, but it's, it was at least more than a year old. Mm-hmm. And so the the question he asked was, what is the shelf life of canned, you know, alcoholic drinks? Um, I guess mm-hmm. beer specifically. And I was gonna, yeah. I was thinking, I'm like, I was gonna reply, and I'm like, that's gonna be a kind of a long test text. Mm-hmm. Plus, you know, content for the show. <laughs> exactly. It's kind of funny because I was actually looking up this same question um, a month ago, as I was trying to like rotate the stock <laughs> and get eyes on cans and start figuring out like, hey, what do I really need to start getting through? Um, as well, so um, I don't I don't know what you looked up, Danny. But when I um, when I was doing my own independent investigation, it was six months from the can date is the was kind of the general um, consensus that I got that you you really need to have it down before six months. Well, and and it also depends on the kind of beer and the alcohol content too, because mm-hmm. I know they're starting to put um, heavier beers that are are sellerable in cans um, like barley wines and stouts. And those could probably last a little bit longer in a can um, than let's say like a Coors or a Budweiser. Yeah. Cause generally those are only like three months pretty much like, you know, and even like IPAs, which I, you know, the whole point of, the making IPAs was to throw the hops in there so the beer could like last on the you know long ass boat ride from uh, England mm-hmm. to India. Yeah, as you know, it helps preserve it. But now people will tell you it's like, oh, if you don't drink IPAs fresh, then the hops are gonna go away and it won't be as it won't be good anymore. And so, like, beer doesn't necessarily go bad, like that that fast because even after the six month thing, um, it just loses a lot of its flavor and mm-hmm. it's uh your desire to drink it but i mean you can drink it you won't die especially if it was in the refrigerator true yeah the fridge also helps so yeah maybe if it was like sitting sitting on a shelf or like a table or a shelf somewhere for that long then yeah you probably wouldn't want to buy it like a blondale definitely uh has a shorter shelf life than a barrel aged stout in a mm-hmm. can yeah, but, so, yeah i mean just, I it mean... was just weird I was just going to say, yeah, I mean, I would take that six-month rule and then just kind of do some math, you know, anything less than 5%, you're going to be pushing it, and then if you get anything that's, like, higher, you probably have another month or so, you'll be fine, especially if you have it in your fridge. Yes, and, like, with IPAs, if they're even if they're high I, um, ABV on the IPA, they're not all these acronyms, um, you know, holding onto it for a while won't the beer won't be uh, bad per se. It just it won't be uh, as like hoppy and fresh. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's just you know, because um, I see people like posting stuff on Instagram where it's like, oh man, I found this can of beer in the back of my cellar. You know, it's it's a seasonal, and they're getting ready to release it again. I better drink it, see how it tastes. I'm gonna drink it, and see how it tastes. <laughs> Right. And then like um well like I went to um we went to my wife's cousin's house for uh something, a holiday and mm-hmm. 
she was like, oh, there's beer in the fridge outside. So I'm like, all right. So I go outside to look, and there was um, one can left of Avery's El Gose. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure I brought this here the last time we were here, and that was before the pandemic. <laughs> so I, I poured it. In, I poured a little bit into a cup, and like, like it definitely you could taste the can, and it had just it, it had gone bad. Like it was just like sour, mm-hmm. like rotten sour. I'm like, all right. I just took like a, like a, a, enough to taste it. And I'm like, all right. This is. I, I did my science experiment. This is going down the drain. Like it should have gone down the drain, like a long time probably, ago. It, should, it was probably already not good when the pandemic started. Because <laughs> it had been there that long before that, you know. It was probably <laughs> from like, uh, like Labor Day before the pandemic. So by the time the pandemic started, it had been there like six months, and then you know, at the year and a half or whatever for yeah. the pandemic. So good times. Not really. Just kidding. It's like that <laughs> that thing that everyone put on TikTok from um, uh, Despicable Me, one of the Despicable Me movies where Gru's like, I like it, but not a lot. And then he pauses and he's like, uh, no, I don't like it. It was like that. <laughs> so, you know, whenever Disney makes a change to anything, everybody's happy. You know, people immediately get... Dude, people immediately get pissed. Like, that's not what it was before. And then, of course, you know, the people that hate Disney are, like, just waiting for Disney sales to drop. Not my Disney. Whether it's, like, they raise prices. (laughs) What's that? I said, not my Disney. Not my Disney. Exactly. (laughs) I think their Disney has... I don't think Disney's been their Disney for years. Because they're trying to say, like, Disney's woke now. And it's like, no, no. Disney's been woke forever. Like, they've been pissing off Southern Baptists since I was in, you know, junior high, at least. Mm. So, yep. you know, it's not like it's anything new. Um, <laughs> so, you know, when they kind of got rid of the, the season passes and they um, came out with this key system where part of it is that you have to make reservations to show up. Mm-hmm. And they're like, people aren't going to go to the park anymore. And that's cool. Like, they're like, well, that's kind of why they're doing this is because, you know, it, it would suck if you're fly from out of state and go to go to Disneyland and you can't go because the park's full because of, you know, pass holders or whatever, just going in, you know, for a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. And we talked about that before. Like, um, even when I was living in California, like, and I went, I went to Disney like one point, like I went on like a Thursday, like in September and it was packed. Like it was summertime. It was like the, I'm like, I'm like, kids go to fucking school. What are you doing here? (laughs) You're ruining my right. day. Like, we had our... We take, like, a random day off, like, in February. And it's like, all right, there's no spring break. Everybody's in school. And it's like, you go, like, on a Tuesday in February. And it's, like, kids everywhere. And it's like, all right. All these kids can't be from out of the country, man. Like... <laughs> <laughs> you know, but then whenever they raise the prices, they're like... The, like, the people that hate Disney all of a sudden become advocates for, like, the, the, the everyman. And it's like, you're pricing families out. And it's like, well, no. I mean, they're pricing – it, I thought you were a fan of capitalism. Like, all of your other videos talk about how capitalism is great. And now that when a company is practicing capitalism, it bothers you? Like, you raise prices, and if people – if your attendance drops, then you lower prices because you've raised them too much. Right? That's kind of how capitalism – you know. Works, yeah. You sell something, and if, yeah. if it keeps selling out, 
you raise your prices. If it keeps selling out, you raise your prices. And if it sits on the shelf for a while, you're like, all right, maybe we raise our prices a little too much. We'll lower them just a little bit. Yeah. And so now they're offering a service with the with the with the season key with the keys as they're calling them, not season yeah. pass. Yeah. Called the called Disney Genie. Mm-hmm. So there's the free version, which is kind of like a planning service where you kind of you download a Disney app, my Disney Experience app, and you um, basically go through and click off what you want to do for the day, like what rides you want to go on, what you want to eat, where you, you know that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And it will kind of make a, an itinerary for you, like oh you okay, so you want to do this, okay, go on this ride here, do this, do that, like it'll kind of almost like a concierge mm-hmm. app. Um, and like it kind of updates depending on wait times for the rides and stuff like that. Yeah. But then they're offering Disney Genie Plus for um, fifteen dollars per day per ticket at Disney World and twenty dollars per day per ticket at Disneyland. Mm-hmm. And basically, <clears throat> this is replacing their Fast Pass system. Okay. Where you would you know, go and get the Fast Pass, and it's like come back between you know. These at this hour, like between you know, you get there and everybody runs over to the the, the popular rides and gets the fast passes, and then because if you don't, you know, like yeah, by you, like you know, you now three hours, opens, they're all gone. Right. Yeah, dude. Um, I remember like um, Space Mountain. It'd be like noon, and the fast pass was for like six at night. <laughs> yeah, or like even like sometimes even like like an hour before the park closed, like eight o'clock at night because nobody wanted to go there anyways. Cause that's when the fireworks were started going. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so basically like you can, you know, um, fast pass queue up one ride at a time. Um, and you can, you can't do it until the day you're going. So you schedule an appointment and then on that day when you get there, I don't know if it has to be when the park's open. It's kind of like, um, I don't know if they're still doing it for the new, um, Rise of the Resistance ride, where there was no lines to get on the ride. Like every, you just um, you got to the park, and at a certain time they unlocked the ride um, thing, and people, you know, because you, I guess from what I people were saying, like you would hear people like shouting for joy because they got onto the ride, you know, as they're like waiting to get into the park, the you know, because how they kind of gather everybody on Main Street from the time they start taking, because they start taking tickets before they actually officially open the park. And so then they have like a rope drop. They call it the rope drop ceremony, where um, you know, and then all everybody rushes to wherever they want to go. So, but yeah, people are pissed about this. But you know, the people there are a lot of people making fun of the people pissed at it too. It's like I'm never going back to Disneyland. The next day, hey, guess we're going to Disneyland today. <laughs> so you can't, you know, can't be mad at a company for wanting to make money. Apparently, yeah. in a capitalistic system. Unless, unless it hurts your feelings. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, so, every, everybody loves capitalism when they're making money and not when they have to, you know, comp- are the ones paying. Yes. Everybody loves, yes. Nobody loves capitalism when they have to pay money. Exactly. Even the people that claim to love capitalism the most. So, I had, I bought tickets like um to go see a band in april of 2020 which of course you know got pushed back mm-hmm. and they're on going on tour support of a new album called macro and the band's name is uh, ginger j-i-n-j-e-r 
uh, Croatian metal band. Um, so I like they postponed the dates. They never officially canceled it. So as of now, um, my tickets are for um, Saturday, October twenty third. Um, but they just released a new album um, last week. Mm-hmm. So now they're going to go on tour to, for one tour to support two albums. <laughs> so you know, listen to this album, man. Like the, their lead singer Tatiana, you know she's she's got a really like crazy voice, and I know that she's not the only one in the genre that has this one, but she's um, kind of caught the eye of people, and I guess that's good because it'll open up, I guess people if people like this band, and they'll maybe venture out to other bands in the genre. Mm-hmm. Um, because there's songs where she's almost singing very like melodically um like she's like a you know a artist that you would see at like little affair with the piano and mm-hmm. you know the feelings and then she kicks into the screaming and you know there's a react a bunch of reaction videos where people reacted to their song pisces which you know people in the comments are like oh why are you doing this song this isn't their best song there's better songs and uh which i think um yeah, it might not be their best song, but it's kind of like when you go to a restaurant and you order the appetizer sampler, it kind of shows off a little bit of everything the band does in one song. You know, because it starts off super slow and like almost acoustic and mellow, and then like um, the guitarists kick in, the chuggas kick in, and she starts screaming. But, um, you know, it's funny. People talk about, you know, metal bands and how they're, uh, they're all satanic and, you know, talking about the, the devil. Um, they have one song on here called their first single called Wallflower. Uh, did you watch the video? Uh, I'm trying to think. Did when did you send it, it to, to me? Disc- oh no, I did. I not. sent it to the Discord. Okay. I did not. So you can't get mad at me when if I if you say I don't and say that I don't post things to Discord because <laughs> it apparently does no good. <laughs> Why aren't, you, why, are you, why aren't you posting anything in Discord? It's like, I, I, I did, but you don't watch it. So listen, look at it. So I guess I should stop now. Uh, I, yeah. I thought you were just adding. I don't know why I didn't watch it, man. It's, uh, I, I, I see it now. I see it. But my bad, man. My bad. We're going to have to practice this whole That's thing. That's right. What, what are we posting for the show yes. versus just what we're, what, what are we posting just to chit chat about? <laughs> yeah. 200, 203 episodes in, and we're still learning. <laughs> well, we're spicing it up. Exactly. So basically, but it's funny because this song, basically, she's singing about, you know, as an adult, how uh, your, you know, your circle of friends is getting smaller, but it's also getting harder and harder. To, it's hard to make friends. And it's like, yeah, because that's what the devil does. That I'm worshiping Satan by being sad that my friends are like, I'm not talking to my friends as much as I used to. And it's hard to make friends because adults are busy and life sucks. <laughs> Hail Satan. Yeah. Hail. Hail. Hail Satan. Hail, Hail, Hail Hydra. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Even worse. I think like some people, it's more offensive oh, to say Hail Hydra. <laughs> I used to annoy my wife so much with that. Hail Hydra. Oh, like, like after whisper. that came out. Yeah. Just sneak, you know, she's doing dishes. You just walk up right behind her all, all stealthily. Hail Hydra. Yeah, pretty much, yes. 
<laughs> send her all sorts of memes. I had, someone made one where it's like um, Ernie whispering something into Bert's ear, but they had wrote uh, on it, Hail Hydra. Oh, yes, yes. <laughs> Even better. <laughs> oh, man. Good times. Oh. oh, man. But, yeah, I'm looking forward to the show at the Belasco. It's sold out. I, I, I wanted to see them last time when they went on tour, but I didn't uh, realize until the tickets had sold out and like I looked online. I think they're playing at an even smaller venue. I think they're playing at the same venue where we saw MC Chris at Anime Expo. Okay. Um, wow, that is small. I don't remember if that was... Yes. And so there was only one pair of tickets up for sale for that show, and the guy wanted $500 a piece for him. Yeah, that's a lot. And I'm like, not school, man. I don't need to see him that bad. Yeah. Who are you running with? Um, I'm going to take... Um, He's um, a disc jockey on 96.7 KCAL Rocks, Mike Zara. Oh, wow. Look at you. Um, you know all the people these days. I know. Big brewers. I'm, I'm, I'm branching out, yes. Radio, <laughs> radio personnel. Yes, he's um, my uh, best man. Um, one of his like his friends, I like been going over to I've gone over to their house a few times for parties and stuff, and so they had a big Fourth of July block party, and um, he's a mutual friend, and so he was there, and we were kind of hanging out, drinking craft beer and talking music and stuff, and I said that I had two tickets, and I was like, nobody wants to go with me, and he's like, seriously, and I'm like, yeah, and he's like, I'll go, and I'm like, <laughs> all right, cool, we're going, so, and he's supposed. To- He's supposed to hook me up with a uh, ticket to go see Bad Religion on the 15th of October in Riverside. So That's, that's a pretty good trade. Yeah, I think so. And he also said that he uh, sometimes gets like um, tickets comped him through his job and stuff. And he's like, they go to waste because people can't go, you know, especially in like in Riverside or whatever. Because I think, you know, he works in uh, San Bernardino. He lives in uh, Orange County somewhere. Oh, yeah. So, uh, oh wow, that's a drive. <laughs> yes. At least he's but going he, the like, other way. Like, <laughs> yeah, I think he uh, does. Like he only works sat- like he does Saturday nights and Sundays, and oh, so I think okay. he like pre-records his Saturday night show and like does his Sunday show live. Okay, nice. So I think he's only like like working for like like four hours mm. on a Sunday. Fair enough. And then I think he does other stuff. I think during the week. Like adult stuff, real job, real not job fun radio stuff. stuff. <laughs> yeah, but it's it's fun. It's it's like you know, Adam is a Facebook friend, and he's like been in pretty much at a concert like every night since I've met him. It's pretty crazy. <laughs> like I, I don't even know if I could live that life. Too much. As much fun as it sounds. Like I'm having a hard time like keeping up my you know five days of barley wines. I don't know if I can do a concert every day. <laughs> Reminds me of the Bob's Burger episode of them um, trying to go out late and hang out with the, their group of friends. And they're just like, I can't stay awake. It's like 11 o'clock. <laughs> it's just too late for me. Dude, if I don't like, depending on how my sleep schedule is or whatever, like especially during the week, it's like sometimes on Friday nights, it's like 730 and I'm like passing out on the couch. It's like I'm I'm, yeah. I'm 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 not this old yet. Yeah, I mean, I feel like the first night of, you know, your first night of freedom is like hard because you're just like you just want to re- sleep and recuperate. <laughs> yeah, 
like this last Friday, I was like watching, finishing up watching the anime we're going to talk about in a little bit. Um, and I like my eyes started getting a little heavy, so I paused. I'm like, I'm just going to close my eyes for a little bit. Open my eyes. It was like four hours later. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you always set an alarm. You always set. An I alarm. had an alarm go off. I, I, I slept through it, or you said it turned it off. <laughs> wow. You're a tired old man. I know, man. Me and my me taking four hour naps and getting my Netflix DVDs. <laughs> Get off my lawn. Somebody put that in the uh, in the uh, in our clan Discord. He's like, I'm gonna take a four hour nap. I'm like, you mean a sleep? <laughs> I know. That's, that's, that's almost as much sleep as I get at night. Like go to bed at like nine o'clock and wake up at one o'clock in the morning. And then take a four-hour nap, and it's like I got more—I got more sleep during my nap than I did. Um, I slept solid through my nap. I don't sleep solid when it's nighttime and I have to go to and I'm in bed. <laughs> the pressure of waking up. Yes, <laughs> it gets to you. the first, the first, the um, the best part of waking up. You know, folders in your cup commercial. Yeah. Oh man, have you seen the one where it's um the brother and sister one? Mm-mm. I'll have to post it in the Discord, which, if you're listening to this, we'll have to figure out a way to get the Discord invite link set up so that people can join, yep, so they can I've also po- watch that commercial. Yep, I posted it on uh, Facebook um, this past week. Um, I'm going to post it with this new episode um, as well, so, and then... Uh, All right, Danny, well, there I'll, you go. I'll, yeah, I'll, Danny, I'll show you how to send the invite link out so you could put it on our Twitter and uh, our Instagram as well. Which, yeah. Instagrams. Yeah. Woo. Join. Right. We're having a ball. Yeah. <laughs> ah, so, speaking of other fun things, you're getting paid to play video games, Sean. I, Pen- I made it. Pennies, I tell you. Pennies. Pennies. Pennies, I say. Pennies. Um, yes. So, after the stream on Monday, I finally I was able to hit affiliate on Twitch. So, now I can get paid the pennies for um for playing video games so i'm i'm living the life so but uh you could uh definitely catch me on sundays and mondays at uh twitch tv slash hoppyhead pro so um i i if you join the twitch uh stream you could uh, get a link there and you'll get a notification when i go online for like random events maybe before work i'll maybe i'll play or i'll post a Sometimes I'll stream uh, like our raids on a Saturday night, and you could kind of catch up, catch up with us and uh, hang out. So, but no, d- definitely uh, exciting. Um, friend of the show, uh, Roy, used his uh, his uh, his free uh, subscribe with Prime uh, to be the first uh, subscriber to the channel. So, all sorts of good stuff. And if you uh, subscribe, you don't have to watch ads. So, which is always a plus. Yes. Like Genie Plus. <laughs> exactly. I do stream mostly uh, Destiny, but I do try to mix it up too uh, here and there. I know with the new season, I've been playing a little bit more Destiny, but I'll, I'll slowly get back to... Uh, um, as soon as I hit the level cap, so that way I don't need any more... Um, any more uh, weapons or armor to level up my stuff, I will 
probably start switching at that point. So probably another week of Destiny, and then boom, I'll be back to doing some Horizon Zero Dawn. I'm playing the new game plus with uh with on the hard difficulty. So it's been kind of fun going back through. I don't remember everything that happened. Um, so it's kind of fun, like going through and checking out some of the things. So, and I even did the one bounty I forgot to do before I started like the main mission. So now I could actually a hundred percent the game. <laughs> nice. Oh man. Yeah. I, I'm part, you know, like I want to stream, but then, like I said, like, uh, I'll be playing, like go, get home from work or whatever playing and i'm like i think i'm gonna close my eyes for a minute and then three hours pass but i should you know it's, i guess it's not that hard to do an hour a day right if i can drink a bottle no. of wine a day i can yeah i mean it's I mean, just really, exactly it's just about staying um dedicated and um and definitely trying to reach out to other people and build a uh, building relationships so they could help raid and promote your channel as well. Like right now, like me, Sadkins and uh, GC Demonics um, always talk about each other's stream uh, streams during there. So we we've been able, the three of us in the clan, have been able to kind of cross pollinate like followers and stuff, which has helped us all out. Um, and we and you know we we follow each other's streams and like we'll jump in there. And, and, make fun and you know show like you know shit you know show our personality so people will want to come you know watch us and we and we stream different things which is the cool part so it doesn't feel like you're just watching three copies of themselves like i do a lot more competitive stuff in destiny and uh, and a couple different solo games um gc is doing uh a couple different playthroughs he does apex he does destiny on tuesdays and he's doing uh horror games on monday and he's uh every monday he's streaming one of the resident evils um and kind of working through that as well so uh it's it's fun it's a it's a it's definitely a fun platform it's just one of those things like you you know you put it you put it on and and maybe uh, you listen to the gameplay, you listen to the community chit chat and stuff, and jump in here or there. But you can—it's definitely uh, fun to have as like background noise, because um, that's definitely what I use. I typically use it for is like um, if there's any kind of like reports or uh, you know maybe I'm casually playing or not really paying or kind of messing around on my phone. I'll just put it up on my laptop um, to kind of. Uh, watch it here and there and jump in at different parts and you know make some uh jokes when people when they accidentally kill themselves it's always fun to do a little bit of uh, ball busting with that right uh, sorry i was um reading something about um uh, linking uh um uh links to instagram mm. i'm doing i'm doing research for other things during the show, I'm just like doing it's like doing English during math class. <laughs> exactly, fair enough. <laughs> yeah, because um, some people have like on Instagram like that, like they have it where you can like have mul like one link to lead you to multiple links, so I could mm -hmm. you know try to figure out get like the the uh, you know right now oh. I only have the. No, 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 no! I know what you're talking about. I know what you're talking about. So. 
but yeah, the, the, the nice thing is, is on the, um, I've been able to mess with some of the bots and, um, so I built out our discord to have some really cool, like, uh, channels. And so it's very easy to know like what channel you're talking into. You can talk to other people on the pad on the podcast or other streamers about what's going on or maybe what beer you're drinking what music are you listening to what tv are you watching to and so we could uh keep uh chit-chatting about that even off the podcast so it's a way to you know get 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 a little bit closer to us and kind of get uh more of a two-way dialogue instead of uh you just listen to the uh listening to the show so and uh, on the stream, I definitely post our podcasts and different things to look for. So, and different um, information about maybe the charity stream. Um, and you could also find the information for uh, Sad Kids and GC on the uh, on the bot as well. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Discord is fun sometimes. I guess it can get a little overwhelming if you're a uh... Not in the mood to talk to people, just silence the links. But then, like you get far, you get far behind, you realize that, you know, you hadn't checked Discord for like a couple of days, and somebody made a good point, and you're like, I want to talk about that point, and they're like, I don't even know what I said. I don't even know what I said. I forgot. What are you about? <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna keep ours relatively small. I'm not gonna make it, um, you know, a giant thing. I really kept it to, you know video games, streaming, and all the fun different topics that uh, that uh, we typically talk about on the show. Is there something else that you guys want to see, you know, just hit us up in the general chat and we'll, uh, um, we'll, uh, we could definitely look into it. The other thing too is, is there's five different levels in the, in the discord that you could reach. And uh, you see, so you start off as a as a hoppy head friend and you could get all the way to um the uh hoppy head uh um like warrior rank so that way and i, I want to do something a little bit fun with anybody who uh is able to get to that rank so more details to for that piece later nice so you know kind of on the more like like upsetting and then like i guess um satisfying-ish video game news. You know, Sony came out and announced that they're not doing the uh, free PS4 to PS5 update that they uh, said they would do, specifically with um, Horizon Forbidden West. Mm-hmm. Um, like at E3, they announced that if you bought the PS4 version, the PS5 version would be free. And it seems like since then they've changed their marketing strategy where the, you know, PlayStation 4 games are all $60 and the PlayStation 5 games are all $70. And so if you want to upgrade from the PlayStation 4 version to the PS5 version, then you have to pay the different the $10 difference. Um, so that came out and people kind of lost their shit and people were like sending complaints to Sony's customer service department. And I guess it must have worked because at least with Horizon Forbidden West, because that's the only game they explicitly said it would be free. They uh, reversed their decision, and so it'll still be free. Nice. It's always good. So yeah. if, you have, uh, if you have a PlayStation 5, you can buy the PlayStation 4 version and save yourself $10. <laughs> it's, a, uh, it's a shitty life pro tip that people on Reddit were making a point to saying to do. <laughs> 
believe that might be true. I may may have to uh, look at that. <laughs> so, but no, because I was kind of thinking the same thing. Like, what was I going to... Am I just going to straight up buy the PS5 version or, you know, buy the PS4 and, and uh, you know, and then just update it for my PS5 as well? Yeah, I, I know, like, a couple people were saying that they were going to buy the... They were wanted to buy the PlayStation 4 version because... Um, that one had a steel book and the PlayStation 5 version doesn't. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, you know, people are like, books are stupid. Why do you even buy them? What do you do with them? Do you just put them on a shelf and, like, not to take up space? <laughs> it's like, calm down there, hater. Like, just because you don't want something doesn't mean, you know. Like, people have gotten very uncomfortable with the idea that st- things aren't for everybody. Like, things, you know, things aren't, for, things aren't for you that might be for somebody else. Like, the Magic the Gathering, they have this thing called Secret Stash that used to be secret, where like once a month or once every couple months they release like a limited set of cards, like and it's usually like just a handful of cards, but they've gotten wacky with it and just released it like where you know it was like be like one set of cards, like five or six cards for like fifty or sixty bucks. Now there's like ten of those in the thing, and you can buy them all for three hundred dollars or something. But I guess they're I guess they're supposed to be doing a Fortnite one, and they're like, who the fuck wants a who's this for? And like Wizard of the Coast, is like, well if you don't play Fortnite or don't like Fortnite, then this isn't for you. And it's like, well, then release something that's for every, release something that's for me. You know? What about me? all sad. <laughs> yeah, so, but then one guy, like, talked about the steelbooks. Like, I, I, um, get the magnets with this, you know, sticky on the, stickers on the back or whatever, and they put them on my wall. And I hang the steelbooks on my wall, and he posted a picture of, he has, like, a wall, pretty cool-looking wall display of steelbooks. And it's like, yeah, see? Not everybody, like, you know, just thinks video games are for playing. Some people think appreciate the art of the boxes. That's true. Yeah. Very true. But yeah, it's just it's just as much people as much as people hate on Microsoft, you know, saying that they only care about money, they're still honoring their uh, agreement to uh, do the free upgrades. So. Yeah, I mean, I will say you know. like the other part too is um, just Microsoft's Game Pass seems to be much more superior than the PlayStation side. Um, just, I, it just seems like almost all, so many cross-platform titles, you could play like day one on the Xbox Game Pass. So, and it's, and it's crazy. You just, you just be- yeah, it's not even that much. So. Yeah, you've, you've just made an enemy, Sean. Did I? In, in, French, in front of the show, Solid Snack. I... I... <laughs> he he has some sort of personal vindictive hate against the Microsoft Games Pass. I don't have it, so it's not like I can't I can't buy it because I would I I it would just waste because I just literally only play um um Destiny and it seems I I play a lot more uh, PlayStation exclusives as well, including Ghost and you know. Um, horizon so it's not like it's not meant for me but i was just thinking like you know i'm not gonna get it because of of uh, back for blood you know that's i'd rather just buy back for blood knowing that i'll pay it like once instead of just kind of wasting money on that service so and i and right. i got added and like, i got added like the halo games and stuff and that's like the other part too is like you know they own all the halo games so those are dropping on game pass day one as well Right, like, I don't have it either, but I can see the value. 
um, friend of the show, Man Thing, has it, and he, you know, like he mostly uses it like for a thing of like like Gamefly in a way, where it's like, ah, oh, I'm gonna try this game out, and if I like it, I'll keep playing it. If not, then I, it's you know, no major loss. Yeah. Yeah, no, definitely. If if you're one of those ones that just go through games very quickly and and you're not more into you're not you're not as much into MMO playing. I mean, I could definitely see how that's gonna save you money in the long run. Exactly. Oh man. So I'm you know like it's you know with COVID and everything, I kind of I definitely got out of the habit of going to theaters, and it's just I haven't got back into it yet. And so I'm super far behind on the summer movies. But they released a trailer for a movie starring Dwayne Johnson, Ryan Reynolds, and Gal Gadot called mm-hmm. Red Notice. Yeah, um, I, the trailer I seemed pretty funny. Yeah. It doesn't seem bad. I mean, for me, it's like, it's a, yeah, it seemed funny, it seemed bad, but it's just, like, the superhero movie things and, like, have kind of ruined characters, for, like, actors for me in a way, like... Mm-hmm. You know, because Ryan Reynolds is, like, fighting and kicking ass all over in this movie. And I'm like, you know what? Like, I don't buy Ryan Reynolds kicking, like, ass like this necessarily. But, it, like, somehow I buy it when he's Deadpool. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it's, like, Gal Gadot. There's a scene where Gal Gadot beats up both him and... Well, like, tr- like not necessarily beats him up, but she, like, knocks them out. About mm-hmm. him, him and Dwayne Johnson. But it's like, all right. I have to suspend disbelief that she's, like, supposed to be, like, the super, like, spy uh, criminal type thing, I guess, but yeah, I don't know, man. It definitely, it, I mean, I'm not going to say, I'm not watching it for the quality of the action. I'm watching it for the, the Ryan Reynolds, Dwayne the John Johnson quips, kind of like the yeah the rundown movie yeah. with him and Sean William Scott. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Because it's, like, weird because, you, you know, she's, like, typically, like, the go-gooder, like, you know, stand for justice and then this one she's like the sexy villain that's like too smart for them and is evil it's like it's like what the hell <laughs> yeah it's like but no, yeah I mean, wonder he, woman's he, I bad mean, no <laughs> and and as as, as likable as the rock is of a person you know his characters aren't that different and i'm not saying that necessarily in a bad way but he's definitely plays a type because, yeah. like, his character in here is very similar to his character in um, The Fast and the Furious and The Rundown yeah. and Walking Tall. But I guess I funnier mean, in I this one? I think he's just a ha- the size of a house. I don't I don't know if he has... I don't think he could just dress down and look differently. <laughs> I don't think I don't think he's as committed to ch- warping his body as, like, Christian Bale is. Yeah, or Helen Mirren, where it's like you watch a movie and it's like, wait, that's fucking Helen Mirren? <laughs> or Kate Blanchett's another one too where she's just like a chameleon like you don't like like she's this you know she doesn't look like the same person in you know the kingdom of the lost skull as she does in like you know mm-hmm. Thor Ragnarok yeah oh man so but you watched a movie about someone about a villain played by an actress who generally does funny and or plays good characters <laughs> sometimes um so it ended up uh piecing together uh the Cruella movie um just because i was uh interested in kind of checking it out and so it has emma stone and 
I have a serious love-hate relationship with this movie uh, because, and I'll start with the hate side, I hate that it's tied to Cruella DeVille. Like, it makes no sense. It's too far stretched and grabbing of the concept. Everything about Cruella is just, like, all, like, coincidences and are we seriously making, you know, a dog killer, animal killer, somebody that we're going to love? Like, she's a villain in Disney. Like, why are we making her somebody that we care and respect and love? Like, it makes no sense to me. So, it's like, right. that, was it's like, not... that was like the thing that, I, that bothered me the most about it. Right, it's not like Maleficent, who you can be like, all right, she's not like evil, just like misunderstood, and here's why, and kind of sort of make her seem um, sympathetic. Yeah. But not somebody that just wants to like, you know, slaughter a, a hundred puppies to make a jacket. <laughs> right? Um, no, I mean, it was just kind of like, and the movie's fucking long. <laughs> That's the other... It's like two hours and 16 minutes. Like, it is a... It's not easy just to sit through. So, it's kind of like one of those, like, uh. But, if you take away those factors... What's up? I was going to say, is it free on Disney Plus yet, or did you pay the Disney Plus premium? No, it's free. I would not pay. I would not pay for a movie on Disney Plus. $40? Fuck No. I'm already paying. I'm paying for a subscription. I should get. I should be able to watch everything on there for free. <laughs> yeah, like HBO Max, at least until the end of the year. Right. Um. But uh, but no, I ended up um. Outside of the Cruella Deville thing, I thought it was actually a pretty decent movie. Like um, I. I thought the whole character design and the, you know, if you just take it as, you know, this girl that's an orphan, you know, you, you, there's a couple, you know, typical, like, movie magic where you have to kind of ignore ignore things. But it was like she grew up on the streets with her two, with two of her friends that turned into her henchmen. And, you know, she would sew them costumes. She learned how to sew and she made them costumes for their elaborate, like, robbery schemes and stuff and it gets into um you know as she gets into the uh in the fashion world and stuff and then there's a little bit uh, you 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 have a feeling about where the story's going it gets you a little bit and then it's like okay like the movie's is actually pretty solid it's got some pretty funny parts like hey like it's not a bad movie i mean it could have been maybe a little bit shorter and if as long as it wasn't tied to Cruella Deville, it'd actually be a decent movie to watch. So, so it just depends on how you feel about it. If you want a villain to be a you know glorified maybe kind of somebody you like now, then maybe you maybe you watch it and you get past it like I kind of did. But it it wasn't actually that bad of a movie. I was surprised. Yeah, I mean that's kind of what I, when I was gonna go in watching it. Not necessarily because I'm like oh, I want I want to I want to find a reason to appreciate Cruella Deville. Um, mm-hmm. It's more a thing of I just want to watch Emma Stone's performance. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I you thought know, she was. I'm funny. very like I'm very like um, 
uh, introverted, especially like in crowds and stuff. And so when my wife and I had Disney passes, one time we were there and there was a band playing and people were kind of gathered around watching and Cruella DeVille was there and she wa- wanted to get, like somebody from the crowd. And the guy was like, she kind of picked a guy or whatever. And he was like, like, no, no, like adamant about not doing it. And so then finally she moved on to somebody else. But like, it, like it was kind of awkward for that, like 30 seconds of her trying to get him mm-hmm. on. And, you know, as we we're walking away, my wife's like, would you have done that? And I'm like, told her no, said no. And I'm like, she's like, yeah, cause you don't like attention. And I'm like, um, yeah, I don't like attention, but you get more attention by saying no. Like nobody will remember what ever it was that he did if he did it, but everyone remember that, that guy that was like being a dick to Cruella de Vil, right? Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> like one time we went to, um, you know how they have like the, um, um, medieval times, but they had the, the wild west version of it. We were there, and I got pulled on stage <laughs> in front of everybody. And, like, like she was singing a song and came out to the crowd and, like, stopped by me. And she was like, hey, she's, like, singing a song about, like, you know, why didn't you call me back? And it, so she comes up to me and, like, sticks the microphone in my face, like, after she asked that question. And I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> uh, and the first thing that popped out of my head was, like, uh, I lost your number, baby. <laughs> and then she pulled me off stage. In front of everybody. <laughs> and, and, my, and I told my wife, because that, that happened before the whole Cruella bill, and I'm like, look, I went on stage at the Buffalo Bills Wild West show, and she's like, oh, yeah, you did, you did huh? And I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to, you know, as much as it sucks, like, it's part of the fun. Like, everyone remembered if I would have sat there and pouted or whatever, but no, everyone will just move on. But, yeah, so that, that's my Cruella de Vil story, is some guy, like, made her mad or, and made it awkward at Disney. <laughs> so, speaking of making things awkward, man, I watched the live action. They did a live action version of Way of the House Husband on Netflix. Oh, my God, really? And, <laughs> I, yeah, I, I thought gonna, this I was, was going to be, like, season it. two. No. And I was going to send it to you and have you watch it, because it was only, like, there's like five episodes and they're between four and six minutes long. Like it's basically the length of one episode of an anime. Mm-hmm. Right. And you can tell by the fact that I didn't what I think of the show. <laughs> like it's, it's kind of cute and funny, but like, you know, it, it does the, it just takes the super mundane parts of the show. Like, there's the episode where they have the birthday party for the wife and he's like stressing out what to get and he goes and buys the present and intimidates the clerk and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. They don't put any of that in there. They just show him cleaning up after the party. Yeah, that kind of defeats the point. Yes, and so there's I mean, like one episode, like there's one episode where he's sitting there and like he noticed, like he, you know, they kind of do the like the first episode. I thought was like, oh, it's going to be the same, and so they kind of show him like how to like making the bento box and how to make coffee and stuff. And then in the anime, it continues where she like he spends all this time making the fancy bento box and the coffee and this and that. And she's just like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm late. I'll get something at work and runs out and leaves them all sad. So they showed him making the bento box and the coffee and sharpening the knife and doing all that, but then they don't show like anything with the wife. That's just the end of the episode. That's kind of weird. Like the only good episode was like he had to fix like the paper on the do- on his uh, door mm-hmm. was like fluttering in the wind and so he was gonna fix that and then like on his way out the door that like the sliding door that separates the room between the room he was in the room with the door was like squeaking so he was like oh, I'm gonna have to fix that too and so he's 
like fixing the like shows him going through the whole process of like taking off the paper and putting the paper back on and it kind of messes up the first time so he has to redo it and lets it dry and then he, as it's drying he's fixing the door that's sliding and then he puts it back you know he gets that to his satisfaction and they show him hanging the door with the paper on it and he's sitting there you know drinking his uh, tea as or coffee like as like a reward for finishing the jobs both of them and then the episode ends with the cat just like jumping through the bottom corner of the paper door to go outside <laughs> But yeah, like I said, it's it's kind of stuff like that, like him like giving like household tips in a way, like. But if it's, I don't know, I don't want to recommend it to anybody, even though it's like I said, it's like. Anime good, long. Netflix adaption bad. Well, live action, <laughs> yes, and it's it's not even bad. It's inter- it's interesting, but it's nowhere near as good as the anime. Watch the anime because they actually like add story to it, other than him just. This one makes it seem just like a weird like house do-it-yourself do kind of project show. But <laughs> I did watch... Weird. I did watch probably the most batshit crazy anime I've ever watched, Sean. Did you watch, know, watch the first no, episode of I, Devil Man Cry I, Baby? I didn't get to it. I'm super disappointed. I wanted to. I'm disappointed. Like, <laughs> like of all the things... Literally of everything... Like, I almost want to pause and like wait 25 minutes and why have you watched the first episode and come back? Even though I have shit to do today. That's how disappointed I am. Got you. I'm sorry, man. I do, I do remember watching, like, the trailer for this, like, it, cause, and, and going, man, dude, this shit's gonna be weird. Like, you know how in um, Redo of Healer, they, like, blacked out the screen whenever they had to censor things, and it, like, literally became unwatchable because the screen was, like, mostly black? Yes. Like, there's even this thing where, like, literally the whole screen would just be black. <laughs> like. That's terrible. So, the, like, this guy, he's, you know, like, a track student living with the family because his parents are doctors or whatever and, like, are out are out of the country. And so he's living with another family. And him and the girl that's there, that's his age, and and are on the track team. And there's, like, um, and her, you know, her name is Mika. And there's another girl on the team whose name is Mika. But because she's, like, not as good, as good of a runner as the other Mika, they call her Miko. And so there's like some sort there's like animosity there between Miko and Mika, even though Mika is kind of like super wholesome. Like she kind of reminds me of uh, Wait. like Jody in the wholesomeness category. Yeah, I th- but like no, I re- oh no, I remember this. I thought we talked about this anime. I don't remember talking about it. I just watched it. I don't remember if I would have talked about it. Um, but like watching this anime. Like, you know, like Clerks was originally supposed to have a sad ending. Mm-hmm. Did you ever see the original ending of Clerks? No, I don't think I did. Like, it's on the DVD if you buy it. It's like on the special features. But basically, like, the original ending that he wanted was, like, Dante's, like, closing up the store and some guy comes in and he's like, oh, man, we're closed. And he's like, give me all your money, empties the cash register and shoots Dante. That's how the original ending was supposed to go. Holy shit, that's pretty fucking deep. Yes, and so, and people are like, like he changed it because people didn't like it, and it's like, I'm like, oh, fucking pussies, go for the sad ending. Every once in a while, movie needs a sad, and I watch this anime, and I'm like, oh god, I know why people don't like sad endings of animes. <laughs> yeah, no, um... Or of, of entertainment, like TV shows, or anything, just... Okay, maybe maybe you do need a happier ending. 
Like, and not even, yeah. like, the happiest ending, but, like, we definitely don't need to go for the most fucking saddest ending of all. Um, but this anime is, like, ten episodes. If you can get past, like, the graphic nudity and, like, violence, it's just batshit crazy and... Yeah. Uh, I don't know, man, like... I hate this anime and, I, like, I love it. Kind of like with Cruella. Like, mm-hmm. just the fact that they did the sad ending, I love it, but I also hate it that they went with the sad ending. <laughs> no, this, uh, no, you're, you're absolutely right. This is, this anime is, uh, is a bit of a mindfuck. So, it is pretty ridiculous. Like, did you ever watch the anime... I don't know if anime like there's a huge argument like my wife and I kind of talked about it yesterday with um, Avatar: The Last Airbender. She's like, "Is that anime?" And I'm like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! Don't ask questions on the internet that starts fights." <laughs> <laughs> oh, are we fighting today? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and she's like, "Wait, what?" And I'm like, "Yeah," because people argue both ways, like very, pa- very, very passionately whether or not Avatar: The Last Airbender is an anime. Yeah. Because the argument is anime is only made in like Asia, like Japan especially, mm-hmm. but other countries in the area are also acceptable, but definitely not the U.S. But yeah, the way I, it's told is definitely than American, yeah. like traditional cartoons. Agreed, definitely agreed. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what your stance is, but I mean, I, I just don't think I've ever really thought about it long term because it definitely does give a lot of that. It had, it feel it has like a little bit of both. I feel like why can't we just say it's both? Like it's fine. Like why do we need to, you know? What? Yeah. Why, why do we need to bash on? And, and I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna start another internet fight. I've never watched. I've never seen like multi, I've I've only seen like bits and pieces of the show. I've never watched like full episodes of mm-hmm. Avatar: The Last Airbender. Yeah. Even I though. Mean... <laughs> Even though there's one character on there that I I, I, I love with a passion because Is of the clips uh, I've seen of her. Toph. 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 Yeah. Toph. Yeah. Yes. I, I figured. I figured it was her. Pronunciation or the M Night Shyamalan's pronunciation. Yeah. I, no. <laughs> I think it's Toph. I think there's, it's there's Toph two though. Pronunciations. There's the it's right way and the M Night Shyamalan way. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm getting the confirmation. Toph. It's Toph. We're good. We're good. Oh, okay. Yeah, and and for those that ha- are not super into the world, they actually just wrote two novels, and it's about um, it's actually a, um, a prequel to av- the Avatar series, and it's about the um, it is about the uh, the Kyoshi uh, Earthbender that was in Avatar. So. Uh, so I've heard supposedly uh, heard some good things about it. It's not as it's a little bit more on the darker side, and it was and it's before the Fire Nation attacks and stuff like that. Um, so, and the nice thing is is that you could actually get it on audiobook. So I might uh, try to give this one a listen. So it's called Avatar: The Last Airbender: The Rise of uh, Kyoshi. So. So if you and, follow the series, and, and, and you might want to be really careful like it. What? <laughs> Sorry. Um, I heard I was just saying, you might want to be careful when you when you say that it's dark, because that could either mean like it's like, you know, um, not very happy story, or you're racist. 
Um, it is more mature than the last Airbender and Legend of Korra series. Okay, so it's not that there's black people in it. <laughs> Jesus, it's 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 sad. That's one of like I guess the fun parts about being a white cis male is people assume that you're on they're on your you're on their team, and so they come up and say or ask you fucking the most racist shit and think that you're like okay with it just because you're you look yes. like them. Yes. So that is true. You've never it's like. Minorities have never had the pleasure of being somewhere and somebody walking up to you and is like, "Man, it's it's dark in here, isn't it?" <laughs> it gets yeah yeah. Wait, I, I had the same. Can thing. you go away from me? Yeah, dude, I had that happen to me when we were uh, house hunting out here in Jersey. Like we were in like one part, and like and exactly to your point, it's like it gets dark early around these parts. I'm like, I'm like, is it because like you know the there's something with the sun and the trees or something. Like I'm kind of confused like, on where a, we're there going. That I don't see that appears that, like as the sun is sitting, there's a mountain that magically appears and blocks the sun earlier than the rest of the city. Right. <laughs> oh man. So going back to my original point, the reason I asked about made the point about Avatar is because did you ever watch Aeon Flux? No. I did not. Like, they made, like, a, like it, it worked cool animation style, but then they made a live-action movie with Charlize Theron, which kind of lost the appeal of why people liked the animation. Because you can't, you can do some crazy shit in, with animation that you can't do live-action, and that was part of the, re- the appeal of the show. Mm-hmm. But it was like an MTV show. Art, The art style was very stylized. Mm-hmm. And it seems like, my, my original point, my point was that it seems like the, uh, the artist of Devilman Crybaby were at least very inspired by the look of Aeon Flux because when the people turned into the, because people basically there's humans and then there's like people that have been like have demons inside them hidden. And so once you, and like they kind of become like bigger, stronger, more athletic and they kind of look very stylized Mm -hmm. in the same similar vein, the character drawings of Aeon Flux. At least that's what it kind of reminded me of. Okay. That was the biggest ever to get back to that point. But it was fun. It was a fun trip. Sometimes it's not about the destination, but the journey that gets us there. You're so wise, the, Daniel. The real, the real so wise. <laughs> yes. So, yeah. But if you have Netflix and you just want to watch some fucked up shit, I highly recommend watching Devil Man Cry Baby. Like, if you like like horror movies as it's getting closer to Halloween, mm-hmm. like this is definitely like a Halloween like anime that you would watch. Agreed? I would I would say so. Yes, definitely worth it. Yeah, and ten episodes. It's not like you you know committing to something crazy like um, you know, Dragon Ball Z that has like five hundred episodes. <laughs> it's literally two hundred and fifty minutes. If you and if you binge watch it, you can skip the intros, which cuts about a minute and a half to two minutes out of every episode. If not, maybe a little bit more, maybe like three minutes out of each episode. So now you're down to 22 minutes. So that's 220 minutes of, or so of watching, and that's what a little less than four hours out of your day. Yeah, three Not and a half, four hours. A very quick binge. <laughs> yes. Again, even like a 16, even like a 12 episode anime that cuts you another half, like 40 minutes out. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh man. 
But you know, Danny, you can follow us on even more things now besides iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Podbean, Amazon Podcast. There's Facebook, Instagram, Twitch TV, uh, twitch.tv slash hobbyheadpro, and our Discord. We'll be posting those up. Make sure you give us a follow. Give us some give us some top tier ratings and comments. Tell us how great and magical we are. I think it, I think uh, we also haven't talked about uh, the Avengers uh, dildos in two episodes, so I think that's a good streak for us as well. Well, you broke it. No, 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 no. We you weren't talking it. about it. I was, it's like it's like talking about safety. You could you have to talk about safety. Don't have to get into details though. Like, like this, like 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 butt plug. Thanos butt plug safety. Like, make sure you have a um, partner if you get stuck to so help you pull it out so you don't have to go to the ER. <laughs> that kind of safety. Yes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> exactly it. All right, everybody. We'll see you next time. And on that image, have a good week. <laughs> <laughs>